1: And many people are on edge after what looked like a false alarm for a potential hostage uh, attack. I should say a terror attack that took place this afternoon on the Niagara Falls Bridge, the Rainbow Bridge, which connects New York with Canada. They suddenly saw a car with two people inside traveling at a very high rate of speed Uh, slamming into the location where the Border Customs and Border Protection officials are, sending one of the border agents to the hospital. Then the car exploded. And, of course, right away authorities were saying it looks like a terror attack. People were wondering why would you go after the bridge connecting New York and Canada But maybe they were going after the border station. There were a lot, a lot of suspicion. Governor Kathy Hochul came out and said that it was not a terror attack. In fact, there's some reports tonight uh, that one of the guys was traveling back from a casino, wasn't feeling well. Um, There are some allegations uh, of different things that may have contributed to it, but it looks like they are classifying it as an accident. But this comes at a time where there is so much heightened concern and so much heightened alert especially with the big Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade, uh, people out shopping all over the place. And, of course, given everything that has happened in the Middle East, uh, the country and the world is really on edge. Take a listen. This is FBI Director Christopher Wray when he was testifying not too long ago. This is Cut 28, where he was talking about all Americans Having a heightened sense of alert, especially given what 's happening in the world
2: certainly we 're in an environment where the uh, the number of tips and threats that are being reported to us have gone up significantly uh, since October seventh. We were already, as I testified earlier, already in an elevated threat environment even before october seventh and it 's gone to a whole nother level since October seventh. Um, the biggest chunk Uh, Of the threats that have been uh, reported into us uh, by a good margin are threats to the Jewish community, Uh, synagogues, uh, Jewish prominent officials, uh, things like that. Uh, We also have a, a large number of tips and leads related specifically to Hamas and radicalization and recruitment.
1: And also, you have to remember, this also comes not just what's happening, of course, overseas, Look at what is happening at our college campuses and some of the vitriol. There was another big protest tonight that was a pro-Palestinian protest. It started in Union Square in New York. It's where some of the other protests have happened. Many, many people showed up for it. You heard this sort of river-to-the-sea rhetoric, which, of course, many in the Judea community find just utterly distasteful. It is a distasteful line because it means eviscerate Israel. Let's wipe it off the face of the earth. By the way, I am glad to see that a number of members of Congress like Anthony D. Esposito of New York that he is essentially saying, well, uh you know what, there needs to be some accountability to Rashida Tlaib and others who have been saying these horrible, despicable, ungodly, you know, questionable comments. When you hear Rashida Tlaib say You know, from the river to the sea is an aspirational phrase. Uh, It's not aspirational to anybody in the Judaic population. It is a shameful, disgusting, really gross, you know, just comment all the way across the board. And you have to also pair what's being done there. And what he's essentially trying to do is get all these members of Congress on record. Get them on record to say that uh, from the river to the sea, is a shameful phrase that should not be used. Let's see when he finally gets them on record. And I'm not just saying Rashida Tlaib. Look at all the different members of the Democratic Socialists, the squad members, uh, Ilhan Omar. Uh, there's a couple of them, uh, Cory Bush and others, that think it's the greatest phrase in the world. So let's see when they are put to the test. Will they actually condemn it in a resolution that Anthony D. S is pitching before Congress. He was telling us the other day that he expects that it will come before Congress probably sometime right after Thanksgiving. So maybe next week uh, they get put to the test, and we will see if they will actually have you know people condemning it, if they'll actually go on record and condemn it. My hunch is that the Rashida Tlaibs and some of these others will probably say, no, we're not going to condemn it. Will abstain, or they'll just somehow maybe not be there for the vote that day uh, because they clearly don't want to condemn that phrase. They think it's an okay phrase. And that to me is absolutely disgusting that we have an American congressperson actually thinking that, actually considering that. You know, when you put all those things together, uh, that is really a downright crazy, you know, just crazy, crazy place to be. We got to be worried about our members of Congress. Not just our crazy universities and not just these other crazy protesters that are out there. So I think in the next few weeks, we will see a number of things on Capitol Hill really trying to rein in Congress and really trying to put the screws to some of these people that are spewing hate. Uh, look what happened to Susan Sarandon in the last few days. I mean, she got dropped uh, by her talent agency. There are reports that she got dropped after she made the comments. Well, now Jews are experiencing what Muslims feel. And she's been out at some of these rallies really being downright disgusting and making some really uh, just horrifying comments. So in the middle of all this, also, we have a wide open southern border. And we still have a president who even just this week came out, remember, and said, oh, fentanyl is the leading cause of death. For individuals 18 to 45 years old, that is correct. That's correct. But he didn't mention the fact that there's a wide open southern border and he's the one advocating for it. He's the one who created that wide open southern border. He was hand delivered by President Trump, a very secure southern border. Remain in Mexico, Title 42, all of this stuff. And guess what? Somehow he reverted all of that stuff. So he only has himself to blame for what is an utter disaster that will be felt, I believe, for generations to come. We have no idea how many sleeper cells are in this country. We have no idea who's in this country that wishes to do us harm. And that is a very, very scary place to be. And listen to this exchange not that long ago with Congressman Mike McCall on the Homeland Security Committee talking to the FBI Director Christopher Wray about how dangerous it is to have a wide-open southern border uh, because it only takes a few people to wreak hell on America. Take a listen.
3: We've had 200, nearly 200, on the terror watch list. When I chaired this committee, that was the first, when I got the briefings, first question I ever asked was, how many SIAs, how many on the terror watch list? If I was 200, is alarming to me. Does that give you concern?
2: Certainly, the numbers give us concern. Uh, I think it's important, though, in some ways um, to realize that numbers alone don't even really tell the problem. We've all seen how much damage just a small number uh, of foreign terrorists could cause. I mean, sometimes people, as crazy as it sounds, tend to forget that it was 19 people who killed 3,000 people. That was the next point
3: I was going to make. It only took 19 to create 9-11. And um, that's alarming.
1: That is desperately alarming. And earlier today on and Cosby, John Katzenmatidis and I spoke to former FBI agent Jim Galeano. And this is what he had to say about the danger to Americans right now.
0: Whether it's Hamas, whether it's Al Qaeda, whether it's ISIS or whether or not it's a, a domestic terrorist organization, there are folks that want to hurt people and they want to commit acts of terrorism. And, and for the listeners, an act of terror, terrorism is defined as violence or intimidation or the threat thereof in order to pursue political or social aims. So it goes across a wide panoply of from left to right, all kinds of different causes, all kinds of different grievances, all kinds of different activisms.
1: And this comes, as we know, of what's going on with Hamas and the fact that now we are getting word no hostage release, no pause in fighting before Friday, a southern, a sudden, sudden delay. Why is that? Why do you think this is happening? Let's go to Sandra, line two in New Jersey. Sandra, why do you think this sudden delay, what's the holdup?
4: Oh, I wasn't going to talk about that, Rita. I just wanted to say you um that i wish you a happy thanksgiving tomorrow because i won't be able to call because i'll be out thank you you
1: too you too
4: thank you then i wanted to say i hope everyone tomorrow takes a moment to think of all the hostages that are not with their families and then i wanted to say you spoke to christy today i feel like he's sneaking in there
1: Yeah, you know what? Yeah, he is. You know, um, he had a lot to say. Every other line was, oh, it's because of Trump. I was waiting for him to blame the, uh, the rain on Trump. You know, he didn't get there, but he got to, you know, everything else. I will say I, I did find it refreshing to at least any of the people. And I said this, Sandra, by the way, after the last debate, everybody that was on that stage, you know, the five that made it to the last debate, every single one of them, sounded a lot more caring about American security than our current occupant in the White House. I mean, I I was it was refreshing on a positive note with Christie. It was very refreshing to hear at least him talking about border security to talk about, you know, taking charge, supporting our ally. Not this wimpy, you know, wussy and and also this super uh, wide open border that the president just you can't even he can't even deny it's not happening. And look at the pictures for two seconds. Um, so it was refreshing to hear that. And and I thought all all of the GOP candidates, I mean, Tim Scott was great on that. Uh, Nikki Haley, um, of course, you know, Ron DeSantis. I mean, they were all Vivek, All of them uh, talked very much about protecting the border. And, and I find it refreshing because sadly, boy, we're living in an alternate universe with this president, don't you think? Absolutely. Huh? <laughs> I'm like, I can't wait till it's over already. Yeah. You know, it's you know, it's interesting, Sandra. I've never felt in my lifetime. I really haven't. You know, I felt that there's a president who seems to be doing everything opposite of what an American president whose goal is protecting the homeland would do. I mean, that, that's what's astounding to me. It's like, let's open the border. Let's give money to Iran. Let's not enforce sanctions on Iran. Uh, let's tell, um, you know, Russia, only if you do a minor incursion not to worry about it. We're not going to go after China after COVID. We're not going to go after China after a spy balloon. It's like the list goes on and on. And that's from an American president, Sandra. It's astounding to me. It's like every policy doesn't seem to be the right one for America that's a huge problem. Remember what Obama said about, oh, Biden, uh, oh, Biden. Oh, Biden. Biden. Biden by the way, you're <laughs> right. That, by the way, Sandra, that, that I'm going to use that. I'm going to credit you, but you're right. He is <laughs> O'Biden because it's like Obama part three, but go ahead. <laughs> I'm so tired tonight. I'm ready to go to sleep, but I just remember he said, if you
4: can always count on Biden to F things up, I mean, you know, and, and we all know that about him already, but I just can't wait till we have somebody special coming next. And and I'm just waiting patiently. And and I'm hoping for the best is all we could do.
1: Well, this holiday season, uh, pray for the best and pray for our country and pray that uh, the next year goes quickly. (laughs) Because Joe Biden won't even remember it. Oh, Biden won't. Sandra, thank you. Happy Thanksgiving, and thank you for the beautiful, beautiful message. We'll continue your calls, everybody, 1-800-848-9222. And you're listening to The Rita Cosby Show as we're talking about oh, Biden, as Sandra says. That was great.
0: You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. This is The Rita Cosby Show.
1: And we are talking sadly about the fact that the FBI, also the New York governor, also the mayor of New York City, and many mayors across this country are saying be on heightened alert this holiday season, especially locations where there are large crowds. It could be football games. It could be parades. It could be stores. Just to be vigilant. Be aware. Be on the lookout. And just be careful. There could be something organized by terrorist groups. could be a lone wolf. It could be somebody just crazy out there. Hopefully, everybody has a very, very safe holiday. But it's really important just to be prepared, just to be careful, because certainly things are tense, and we have seen that even at a number of these protests that have really gotten out of hand of late. And just the vitriol coming from various sides definitely creates concern. And it is an important message. People are saying, Look at everything where you see a lot of things. Just be aware where people leave bags, people are doing certain things. You see something unusual, be sure to at least be safe than sorry and report it. Let's go to Mike in South Carolina, line four. Uh, Mike, your thoughts about all of this?
3: How you doing, Rita? Well, uh, first of all, I hope you had a good birthday on the 18th. Okay?
1: I did. Uh, Thank you. You know what? I, I You know me. I usually have yeah. a birthday week. Um, I wish I could have a birthday year, you know, take up the entire year and then just weave into the next one. But you're so sweet. I had a great one. And uh, and it was wonderful to see some friends and family. It was very, very special, my friend. So thank you for asking.
3: No problem. You know, I I was laughing the lady called. I'm going to refer to him to, you know, Barack Obama or Biden.
1: I know that was great. Sandra had a great (laughs) line. We got to all coin it. We got to steal it from her.
3: (laughs) Yeah. And I I know you're uh, short on time. You know, I was going to say, I was talking to a buddy of mine uh, a couple of days ago, Navy veteran. You know, I hope it's not going to happen when these devils, Hamas terrorists, and sure enough, the Niagara Falls and this and that. I hope it's uh, not more to come uh, down the line. And the hostages, the exchange, I mean, well, it's smoking mirrors. And I got to leave you with this, Rita. It's too funny. You know, I give a shout out. I'll do it again. Pete Staten Island. About a month ago, you get on, Pete, and you follow uh, Stanley. And he goes, oh, God, I've heard people say that. i got to follow this guy. It's like following a horse in a parade. I was laughing. I almost fell off my chair. If, if you're behind a horse and the horse's tail goes up north, well, you better, you better scatter because stuff's going to happen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God. By the way, uh, Stan is on hold, so we got to see what Stan oh, has to say. Uh, Mike, you gave me the perfect segue. Uh, have a great yes. Thanksgiving, my friend. You too, Rita. All the best. Thank Thank you. You You too. Uh, Stan, um, you just heard an analogy. Go ahead, Stan.
3: Well, what's there to say about that schmuck? Not much. So (laughs) why waste my breath on that guy? Forget it. He's a waste of time. Anyway, uh, I would suspect you were in Dealey Plaza. Have you been to Dealey Plaza? Because I've been there.
1: Yes, I have. I
3: find it. One of the most eerie, I mean, since we've all seen the assassination a hundred times, standing there as I have, it is eerie, and it is extremely eerie. It ha- the assassination comes before you hundreds and hundreds of times. It's extremely eerie there. It's terrible. It, and-
1: you know, I agree, Stan. I agree. And I. by the way, I encourage everybody to go check it out because you see the grassy knoll. You see uh, the museum, the book depository where Oswald was. You'll also see Marvin K- uh, Scott's tape there uh, that we just shared with you. Really powerful stuff. I encourage everyone to go.
0: cosby is on the rita cosby show presents support our heroes
1: and this is the tunnel to towers foundation support our heroes segment and a very powerful story coming from lynchburg virginia where Army veteran David Stokes, who served during the Vietnam War and has always been known to be quick to help out his fellow Armed Forces brothers and sisters, was honored as the 2023 recipient of the George Rogers Champion of Freedom Award at a halftime ceremonies of the Military Appreciation Football Game, Which recently took place in a recent interview, Stokes described himself as the type of person who, if he sees something that needs to be done and everybody else is standing around, it's the first step and he is the first one to go in and help do it and accomplish the mission. He is the one who always is there to help others. And for all of his work in helping veterans across Central Virginia, as well as for his decorated military career, he was honored at the halftime of the recent game that took place and as a recipient, again, of the George Rogers Champion of Freedom Award. Each year since 2010, Liberty University has awarded the George Rogers Champion of Freedom Award to a man or woman who served in the United States Armed Forces And went above the call of duty, displaying extraordinary heroism while in the service and continuing to serve as an outstanding ambassador in their community. The award's namesake, George Rogers, uh, well, it honors this award, the Purple Heart and Prisoner of War Medal recipient, George Rogers who was taken as a POW by the Japanese during World War II. Rogers survived the Bataan Death March and went on to become a CEO of a Baptist church and also host a weekly television program in 1974 before finishing his career at Liberty. And he was vice president of finance and administration. He passed away in 2019 At the age of 100, what an extraordinary career that man lived and how beautiful to see that his legacy is being carried on every year with this Champion of Freedom Award. I love honoring our great men and women in the military, especially here as we're heading into Thanksgiving. I am so thankful for all they do to protect all of us. And everybody, remember, all it takes is $11 a month. Donate $11 to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation at t2t.org. That's t2t.org. This Veterans Day, Frank Siller and his team at the Tunnel to Towers Foundation hit the road to celebrate the grand opening of their Houston Homeless Veterans Village. This state-of-the-art facility provides housing and supportive services for hundreds of veterans who need a place to call home. Houston is just one of the many cities where the Foundation is building housing for veterans. They have challenged all Fortune 500 companies and professional sports teams to help them on their mission to eradicate homeless in the veteran community. Visit t2t.org to learn more. That's t the number two, t.org. And again, everybody, be sure this holiday season, as you're thinking about giving back, there is no greater organization than the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. They do such incredible work. To help our veterans and our first responders uh, with the mortgage free homes and so much more. Check out the T2T.org website, Tunnel to Towers Foundation, which does so much to help America's heroes. And everybody, I am deeply, deeply concerned right now because. We have been hearing from the New York City mayor. We have been hearing from the New York state governor. We've been hearing from the FBI director and so many more people. And sadly, what they're saying is consistent, that now America is at an enormous heightened threat level. And with the holidays coming, people need to be careful they need to be vigilant. They need to be on guard to see if they see anything suspicious, someone acting suspicious, anything that they think is unusual. Be sure to report it immediately to authorities. And everybody is saying because of everything that's happening in the Middle East with Israel and Hamas, all the terror threats surrounding that, that there's sort of a hornet's nest, if you will, of all these different terrorist groups out there. The other thing we can't forget Is Sadly, because of our current president, we have a wide open southern border, and that is also downright scary because we don't know who's already entered our country. We don't know if there's a sleeper cell that's already in this country that's sort of trying to lay low to function and assimilate and then suddenly plan some sort of attack that happened with the number of the 9-11 hijackers. They were in the country already sort of assimilating, doing different jobs and different things, and then suddenly planned this horrible attack on our country. And a lot of people sadly say it's not just a matter of time. It's essentially it will happen, they're saying. It's just a question of when. And, of course, we have to be on guard. And we also have to be aware that when you have a wide open southern border, and when we have what many people view, and I think is pretty clear as day, waffly foreign policy, and noting weakness, where a lot of people see this moment and they see a president who really isn't getting tough at all with Russia, who's not clamping down on Iran, he isn't enforcing the sanctions even. That's easy. Uh, They're making $2 billion a week on oil. That's how they're funding the war machine. There's so many easy things that this administration can do, and they just are not doing it. They're going soft on China, too. The list goes on and on. And sadly, peace through strength is the key, and weakness begets aggression. And that's what's happening right now. And that's why all Americans, everybody around the world who loves freedom, has to be on guard Because this is a very dangerous, tenuous time. And it's that combination of just really dangerous things that are happening. Bad policy, open border with that bad policy, bad policy overseas where you're not really being clear with bad guys, where you're not emitting strength. And you also have what's happening with Israel and Hamas. All of these things are so, so tenuous. And that's why we have to be extremely careful. This... Threat level is at enormous levels. It is really, really enormous. One of the biggest, many people say, since 9-11. And that's why we have to be on guard. We have to be careful and at least do what we can in our own lives to protect ourselves and people we love. And, of course, our great country. What are your thoughts, everybody? It's 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Here is the New York Governor, Kathy Hochul. Uh, with her message saying everybody be on the lookout because she knows that New York is the number one target.
4: I am working hard at the state level with the control I have.
1: I'll be talking about this tomorrow, about exactly what we're doing and how many uh, online threats we've uncovered, how many have been investigated, what the outcome is. We are working with all
4: law enforcement, federal, state, and local, statewide. These are not just New York City events.
1: And also, as we are talking, we talked about what's happening in Israel and also with Gaza. Uh, There's also a big delay, which a lot of people are wondering, what the heck is going on? Why is that happening now? And they're wondering, why had they not released the hostages? Because as we know, they're holding children. They're holding a lot of people right now. And it's a very, very scary situation. And of course, the family members of these hostages are wondering, why is there a delay Um, Are my loved ones still alive? Are they among the list? Uh, Here is the mother of four-year-old Abigail. Uh, This is one of the Americans who is being held, and this is what she has to say uh, the daughter would be four uh, tomorrow, actually on Friday. So she is three at this time, about to be four, and her mother is waiting on pins and needles, praying that the terrorists, the terrorist group Hamas, releases her daughter. Take a listen. Friday
3: is Abigail's fourth birthday.
4: She should be home with her family and with her sister and brother. And she isn't right now.
1: So heartbreaking to hear. Can you imagine waiting, wondering, is my loved one going to be coming home? Is my daughter, is my child going to see her fourth birthday out of captivity? There's also a 10-month-old baby. Can you imagine someone who has been there as a hostage since October 7th, a 10-month-old baby, a three-year-old girl? What did they ever do to these terrorists? These people are barbarians. They are savages. And yet they have unleashed a hornet's nest around the world, you know, calling for these days of jihad and these horrible, horrible comments and these horrible things that we're hearing even on American soil. And all of this is a dangerous combination. Why the delay and how concerned should we be right now? 1-800-848-9222. one 848 uh, Let's go to Rita, line four. Rita, your thoughts about all of this. I love your name, by the way.
4: Hi, Rita. I.
1: I actually um, spoke with you a few weeks ago. And I, I remember. Loved- you know why I remember? Because there's <laughs> not a lot of us readers out there. When you called, I was like, "Wow, I remember when you called." Yeah. So this is this is great. I love 770.
4: Um, so I, you know, from what I um, understand, that the delay is because. Um, You know, there's uh, like a lack of understanding. There, a document needs to be signed. And um, like Qatar is um, like the U.S. and Qatar are talking and the U.S. is trying to push Qatar to get Hamas to agree to certain stipulations. But the stipulations of the of the release deal, it's just. It's so convoluted and it's so like I I don't want to say it's complicated, but I'd like to think of myself as a person who can comprehend, you know, what my eyes see and my ears hear. And this is just it's too much the numbers that are being thrown around. So, you know, there are, um, you know, approximately 240 hostages. 210 of them are with Hamas. And then 30 of them are with the Islamic Jihad, Um, you know, and it's uh, you know, there are I think there are like um, what was it like 50 women like uh, or no, all women. I'm sorry. By the way, by
1: the way, there's there is a lot. Um, And I think you're right. I think they're trying to figure out the numbers and they're trying to figure out who. But it's interesting because they thought it was a done deal. And then suddenly it was like, wait a minute, it is isn't a done deal. So you got to kind of wonder, like, sort of what's going on behind the scenes, because it sure seems like something's cooking. Uh, Let's go to Pat real quick. Line one, Pat, your thoughts about all this.
2: I think that um, the terrorists are the ones that broke this treaty, and I don't care what the reason is for doing it. Liars lie. And I think Netanyahu is not going to war because uh, he was threatened by Obama to make this deal in the first place. It gave everything to the other side, nothing to to him and the people. But uh, I think um, Obama said if you, you know, recently why he's not going to war now is Obama said if you don't keep your agreement, I won't give you the, the aid that you need. And, uh, or, or, or
1: I won't give you. By he, the he, way, by it, the way, Pat. By the way, Pat. Uh, or I won't give you the uh, x amount billions in cash. Remember all that too, uh, like you said, Pat. Uh, but you're right, I, and you said Obama. Maybe you do. Do you really mean Obama, or do you mean uh, Biden? Do you think Obama is pulling the strings behind all of this, Pat? And the first,
2: uh, the first. Wait, Pat, Pat, Pat I, I asked you a question, Pat. Biden was um, Rush Lim- or not Rush Limbaugh, but. Uh, Glenn Beck
1: about eight, eight to tw-
2: eight months to a year ago.
1: Well, you know what? It, it's a good line, Pat, uh, and I'm going to steal it because it is a good one. Pat, thank you very much, and have a great Thanksgiving. Now, by the way, uh, we're just coming in uh, from our newsman Bob Brown. He's saying this former Obama administration official, as we're talking about O'Biden, Biden, uh, one has been arrested uh, and charged with a hate crime. Uh, after being caught on camera, really berating a food cart worker, a halal worker on the Upper East Side. Uh, what he was saying was just downright disgusting. Um, and this is someone he is Jewish and he's slamming clearly a Muslim halal worker. Take a listen to this clip. It is really vile and shocking. And his name is Stuart Seldowitz, who's now been arrested and charged with a hate crime. Bravo.
3: Rape your daughter like Muhammad did? Hmm? Did you rape your daughter like Muhammad?
1: I speak English.
3: You only speak English? No, speak no English. No. You don't speak English? Yes. All right. Well, that's that. See, that just shows how ignorant you are. Because your Muhammad was a rapist. It says in the in the Hadith. Oh, in your holy book. Oh, what? Oh Muhammad. Muhammad, your, your prophet. You know. Please. My prophet. You support terrorism. I'm not some. Bo- you go. I'm just working children. here. You're a terrible person. You kill children, not me. What? Go. My kids? What about my kids? You kill children, not me. Go. I
4: didn't kill children. Okay, why well, see you here? You know why? If we killed 4,000 Palestinian kids. You know what? It wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. Go, 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 go.
1: What a disgusting human being. Killing 4,000 Palestinian kids. That isn't enough. Berating a food cart worker. I am really glad Uh, that the book has been thrown at this guy. What kind of person is this? He used to work in the Obama administration. He was a pretty senior guy there. That's pretty scary. And it was happening in New York. But I'm glad that he's been arrested with a hate crime. Maybe they can go after a number of those college kids that are spewing hate out there, too. What about also Rashida Tlaib? Uh, There's a number of them that I think should be on that list. Wherever they're, if they're spewing hate At a Muslim, or if a Muslim or somebody who supports Hamas, uh, not all Muslims do, but those who are supporting Hamas and anti Semitic comments, throw the book at them too. Anybody who is sort of inciting hate and preaching hate, throw the book at them. 1 800 848 9222, and I'll continue with your calls after the break.
0: You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. The Rita Cosby Show.
1: And everybody, as we are talking about just these crazy times we are living in with so much unpredictability, you want to make sure that you arm yourself with confidence. In the face of what could be unforeseen medical emergencies. There's no doubt we live in dangerous and unstable times. Pandemics, international insecurity, shortages, supply chain disruptions, and an economy that is on the brink. We know that we can't simply trust the government to protect us. Now more than ever, all of us need to be prepared. And being prepared is more than just stockpiling ammo, food, or supplies. Being prepared should also include stockpiling critical prescription medications. And that's where the wellness company comes in. This is a terrific company, and they have something that all of us need. Their medical emergency kit contains the prescription antibiotics antivirals and antiparasitics that you need to keep you and your family safe. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even to a bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared to have peace of mind. So go to twc.health slash Rita Cosby. And do it today. Don't miss the Black Friday sale. It's available now at twc.health, H-E-L-T-H, forward slash Rita Cosby. Use the promo code KIT15. You will save 15% on your emergency medical kit. Promo code MEMBER20 saves 20% on memberships for additional discounts. This is something we all need. I am getting one. You want to be safe, then sorry. Get the wellness company's medical emergency kit. And again, at a discount right now, twc.health forward slash Rita Cosby. You will get a great discount. Be safe, be prepared, and be having a peace of mind. And let's real quick go to Phil. Line three, Phil, your thoughts.
3: Hi, Rita. Listen, uh, the bottom line here is that this deal with Hamas and Israel—it's not going to work. These people are going to stab Israel in the back. They're going to—they're going to demand and more and more time to regroup their forces on the, on the contingency that they—they they give them back hostages.
1: Well, you know what? I agree with you. Sadly, I think they're going to drag it out, and even if they release some, they'll continue to drip, drip, drip to buy more time. It is such a dangerous situation. Everybody have a beautiful Thanksgiving. I'm going to be with you live tomorrow night. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone.